Basement Quarantine Podcast. It's 4 p.m. Central. It's time to take a break. Take a break from everything with your favorite host, Jonathan Burnos. Hi, thank you. Thank you very much. Man, I love that opening. Hey, we're getting better. We started on time today. It's 4.01 p.m. Central. And it's time for uh, for the Basement Quarantine Podcast. Your favorite show. Yay! It's your 30-minute break that you never knew you needed to take. You should, and you're taking it. You should take it. If you're not taking it, you should take your break with me. Uh, every day at 4 o'clock, we have the Basement Quarantine Podcast. I started this a uh, little over a week ago, and uh, this is just my, my way to stay sane. We all have to do things that, that keep us sane in the moment. Despite what's happening in the world right now, it's it's a crazy place, and this gives me some some comfort. So hopefully, it gives you some comfort too. That's why I do it. It's just to be entertaining. I want to do uh, I I do entertaining things. It's just a, it's a thirty minute talk show. I have a cup of coffee every day, and I decided that, that I had I had a microphone, and I, I should just do a podcast. So I hope that you guys spend some some time with me. Uh, and I hope this is entertaining. I hope I make you laugh a few times. All the content is produced by me. I, I write everything, so I don't I don't copy any jokes. Um, and sometimes they're terrible. Sometimes it bombs. But what what else are you gonna do for thirty minutes? You might as well hang out with me. The great thing about this show is it's a very visual show. It is a podcast. I am on Spotify now, so if you want to go back and listen to some of the previous episodes, I'm gonna keep publishing those. I'm on Spotify. I'm still waiting on my iTunes approval. But it's Apple, so they're important. They got other things that they're doing. But uh, as soon as I get approved, I'll be on iTunes, Spotify. I'm also on YouTube. There's a YouTube channel called Basement Quarantine Podcast. So if you want to watch the visual show, if you miss it and you want to catch previous shows, you, this is a visual show. I have slides. I do uh, I do what's in the news. Uh, I do game shows. Uh, you want to see it. It's good on the podcast. It's a good audio, but you, you definitely want to see the show. Welcome to the show, John. John Paul's on. Mary Ellen's back. Welcome to the show, Courtney. You knew, yes, you did need a break today. My my wife uh, has been taking care of my my uh, youngest son is sick today. Uh, he's got a he's got a stomach bug. I know what you're thinking. You're like, whoa. And then we we're nervous too. But I, I think it's a stomach bug. He, his uh, upset tummy this morning. You know, he's six, and, and kids throw up with everything. You know, they're always throwing up. So I'm not too worried. Welcome to the show, Amy. Welcome to the show. Aaron's on the show today. I, she's actually, we're going to have a special guest on today. We're going to interview uh, a friend of mine, and I'll get to that here just shortly, in just a minute. Jason's on the show. Welcome. Charles, welcome. Cecil, welcome to the show. I'm excited about today's show. I didn't spend much time prepping the news today so but I do every day I do what's in the news this is my take on news stories and uh, I try to have fun with it sometimes it's political I, sometimes it deals with the coronavirus directly you know the COVID situation usually it's just fun though so I'm going to do what's in the news I'm also going to do a thanks Obama Thanks Obama is a segment of my show that I find a first world problem of mine and I complain about it for about a minute and then I find a way to, to, to pin it on or make it President Obama, former President Obama's fault. So we're going to do Thanks Obama today. I'm also going to talk about my trip to Costco. I went to Costco this morning. 
to buy essential items. And I wanted to share that uh, that experience with you guys. If you haven't been to Costco or Sam's or the grocery store in a while, it was different this morning. So I'm going to share that story with you today. And uh, and again, I have a, I'm excited because I have a guest on the show today. I'm going to do more guests. I'm going to do more interviews and guests. And so she's a she's a hero of mine, especially in the in the current situation uh, with everything that's happening. Because she's a nurse. She's a frontline nurse, a healthcare worker, and uh, her name's Erin Jorgensen. And we were, we grew up together. We. Uh, I've got so many stories about Aaron. We're not going to talk about them today. I'm going to get her on the show. We're going to ask her some questions uh, just in general, maybe some about the situation. But she's also just an entertaining, awesome person. So I'm excited to have her. Before I jump into the show, though, uh, every day I've started to do like a plug of, of just feel good stuff. Uh charity work, things that are out there that I think, and again, I'm not sponsored. I don't get paid to do this. I just find something, usually friends of mine that do something cool and, and I and I use the time to plug what they're doing and they don't always even know it. So today I'm going to show you a friend of mine. He's actually, he he's written a few books. He's a, uh, he's a friend of mine who's a speaker. He's a trainer. He does all kinds of cool stuff. He wrote a book uh, and then he followed up his book with a second book, which is a children's book. And I thought that's awesome. What, what better way for, to, to show or to pass around feel good stuff than to, uh, to get a children's book or check out a children's book. Actually, he reads it for free on his Facebook page. His name's David McBee. Uh, he's friends with me on Facebook, so you should check him out. I don't think he's even heard my show yet, but I wanted to plug his book. He's got a book. It's called DJ's Off-Road Adventures. And this one's called DJ Faces His Fear. So he wrote this book. It's awesome. Uh, you can buy it. Hardback is like $16.99, paperback $14.99. You can get the Audible or the Kindle version. And you can also just listen to the book for free on Facebook. As on his Facebook page, he, uh, he reads the book. But he wrote it. He's a Jeep lover. He has a Jeep. I have a Jeep. So we have that in common. Uh, but I wanted to show that on... Uh, on Amazon. He's selling his book. You don't have to buy it, but I think it's awesome. You should check it out. Definitely check it out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, what's in the news? Let's do what's in the news. This is exciting. So every day I do uh, a what's in the news. And, uh, it, you know, there's a lot of fake news out there right now. Fake news, you hear it all the time, both sides now, Democrats, Republicans, always talking about the fake news. So I, I took a rendition of that and I made up, instead of fake news, I make it fun news here on the Basement Quarantine Podcast. And we're, so we take about five minutes, I'm going to do some top news stories, you know, put my own spin on it. I think it's fun and uh, it's all for you guys. So hopefully you enjoy it. I got to scroll up too. What's up? Uh, Allison's on the show today. Hey, my mom's on the show. My mom joins the show quite a bit. Maybe I, I think I might even have my mom on to interview her sometime. So let's get started. It's uh, what's in the uh, fun news today. Oh, turn my microphone off. Okay. What's in the fun news? Um, all right. So the stimulus checks are going out. I don't know if you guys, have you guys received your stimulus check yet? Uh, if you, you may get your stimulus check. My mom just plugged it. She works for the IRS. <laughs> she just, uh, she just plugged the IRS on my show, the Basement Quarantine Podcast, sponsored by the IRS. Just kidding. 
Don't, uh, I'm not really sponsored by the Internal Revenue Service. So anyways, if you want to check to see if you got your stimulus check, you can check that. Although the website's been down all day, Mom, by the way. And uh, I checked earlier and I couldn't get a status. But lots of people are getting it. Uh, I've seen on social media lots of people have gotten their, their status or their stimulus checks already. So you should definitely check. If you don't get it by direct deposit, you might get a check in the mail. And if you do, that's exciting because Donald Trump will actually have his signature on the paper versions of the checks that go out. So you might hold out. Maybe you don't want the direct deposit. Maybe I'm not going to get the direct deposit. Maybe I'm going to get the uh, the actual check with DT's signature. So the Treasury Department has ordered President Trump's name printed on the stimulus checks that the uh, IRS is rushing to send out to tens of millions of Americans. A process that could slow the delivery by a few days, but maybe it's worth it, I think, if you get, uh, if you get Trump's signature. Uh, and... Also, if you act now, the first 20,000 Americans that hold out and uh, are lucky enough to get their stimulus check by by paper form, uh, they also will get a copy of Donald Trump's book, The Art of the Deal, a signed copy. So you get a signed check. You can cash that because you don't want to keep that even though it's got the... uh, the old John Hancock on it. And uh, you keep the autographed version of the book. Right? It's awesome. All right. I told you the news wasn't that great today. I didn't spend a lot of time writing this stuff, so I just did what I could. Uh, Also, uh, Delta Airlines. This is a good story. Delta Airlines began uh, fogging, overnight fogging of all of their domestic flights, their their planes. Fogging is uh, to kill any virus in the air. And that's ironic, I think, that they're doing it on overnight domestic flights because I also uh, used to fog the uh, domestic airplanes on the overnight flights. It was a perfect time to let one out, you know? It, it really, if you ever been on the plane, you know, and you have to, and you get those cramps, your stomach cramps, and it just hurts so bad to hold it in. So if you were ever on a red night, or uh, <laughs> a red eye, overnight domestic flight, and you smelled something horrible, it was me. Yay! Sorry. I, you know, if you can do it quietly, if you just let it slip out, everyone's sleeping, the lights are off. It's just a, it's a, it's a mood. It's a mood lighting thing. Anyways. Uh, see, the World Health Organization. You guys heard about this yesterday. Uh, President Trump announced Tuesday, which was yesterday, that he was suspending the U.S. funding to the World Health Organization. He was blaming the organization for favoring China. China. I like to say it like DT. China. And not appropriately vetting its government's information early enough in the coronavirus outbreak. Today, during a media briefing... In Geneva, the World Health Organization Director General, uh, I'm not going to say his name. Good Lord, that's a long name. He responded, uh, shared a few details about exactly how the decision would affect the the function of the World Health Organization. It's a $400 million shortfall now in their budget. They have a big budget, but that's still... um, it's more symbolic, too. That's So anyways, the World Health Organization, they responded to President Trump by stating who responded appropriately to China. So they said, they said, who responded appropriately to China? And President Trump said, well, I did. I closed the borders to China. And, and the who responded with, no, no, really, who responded first to China? President Trump said, I know, I said I did. I responded to Xi. And the World Health Organization said, who is Xi? And then Trump said, the president of China. President Xi. <laughs> Thank you. All right, that was my presentation of the uh, who's on first, who was, who's on it first, who, the World Health Organization. Did you guys get that? Uh, hey, Jurgen. 
Who's on first? You got it. My wife got it. Who's on first? You guys get who responded to the who responded to the pandemic first? Who did respond to the pandemic first? They it was the World Health. All right. I told you I didn't spend much time on these uh, these jokes today. Uh, it's time for thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. This is a time in the show where I, I find something to complain about. First world problems that aren't that big a deal. And then I find a way to, to blame uh, former President Obama. But, so thanks, Obama, today. Um, people that don't use the far left lane as a passing lane on the highway. So when there are three lanes of traffic and you're on an interstate, a highway, the far right lane is for cruising, right? Middle lane is for the speed limit or above, or you can go faster than the far right lane. And the far left lane is the passing lane, meaning you use it to pass people and then you go back over to the middle lane. Do anybody, is anybody on board with that? Hey Lance, welcome to the show. Lisa, welcome to the show. David, welcome to the show. We're talking about, uh, thanks Obama. Right? So left lane passing, right lane cruising, middle lane faster than the right lane. Also here, zipper merging. I wanted to talk about zipper merging. I zipper merge. And people that don't zipper merge, that just stay in the far right lane to exit off of a highway, if they get mad at me for zipper merging, because I wait, I'll stay in the middle lane, and then when I get close to the exit, I will I will veer right, and I will look for someone to let me in to zipper merge. If you, ever, you should look this up if you guys aren't familiar with zipper merging. So, uh, zipper merging. So, my complaint is that when people get mad at me for zipper merging, when I'm just following what the state highway uh, patrol state laws say that I can do is zipper merge. You guys zipper merge? Left lane cop would be my dream job too. So, anyways, all that to say is left lane for passing only, uh, far right lane, middle lane for zipper merging. I believe in zipper merging. I do. I haven't driven on the highway in a month though. I did when I went to Costco today. So anyways, uh, zipper merging, you know what? For people that don't like it, thanks Obama. Thanks a lot. All right, well that was the news. That was the news for today. Wednesday, March 38th, 2020. Uh, So after the news, what I like to do, let's change the mood again. Uh, Today I wanna do after thanks Obama oh it's a minute with Arnold so yeah let me explain so yesterday during my show I uh, I played a clip of every day on the basement quarantine podcast I I do an ode to Arnold Schwarzenegger he's one of my heroes uh, childhood heroes growing up action hero movie hero uh, political hero I just think he's a great guy I follow everything he does and uh, as he gets older He's still one of my favorite people. So anyways, I I played a clip yesterday from Kindergarten Cop, a great show, great movie, and uh, I got flagged by Facebook. Uh, It was, you know, the clip's owned by NBC, and I got flagged. I got like a copyright flag, which is why it kicked everybody out of the show. I was still podcasting. I was still streaming, but everybody got kicked out of the show. So I apologize for that. That was my fault. So today, I thought, I can't really play a clip yet. I don't make any money off this show. It's not sponsored. So I should be in the clear. But I thought, what, what can I do today so to make sure that I don't get any copyright infringement? So what I'm going to do today is I'm actually going to act out a scene uh, from an Arnold movie in the 30 seconds I have left for my minute with Arnold today. Uh, and this today, I'm going to act out a scene from the movie. Uh, oh, whoops. Hold on a second. I'm going to act out a scene from the movie Commando. Uh, so this is my minute with Arnold. 
So this is uh, from the movie Commando from 1985, and I'm gonna let the background music play because I think it adds to the uh, to the scene. From the movie Commando in 1985, so Arnold's on the plane with the bad guy to the left. His bad guy's he's he's following him on the plane. He's supposed to watch him, and the flight attendant comes by, and she said, and Arnold says, uh, "Excuse me, could I have a, a blanket and a pillow, please?" And then uh, she goes to get the blanket and the pillow, and she gives it to him. And then uh, she walks away. And then Arnold, when no one's looking, which I, it's a full plane, it's an international flight. But Arnold, uh, he he knocks the guy out. He put, he kick, you know, he elbows the guy, and uh, then he and then he grabs him and he breaks his neck. This is right before that scene. There he is, and he gets ready, and he and he he hits him, and then he puts him in a headlock, and he snaps his neck. And the guy's dead. And then Arnold covers him up with a pillow and a blanket. And then the flight attendant comes back. And, and Arnold says, uh, ex- excuse me, how long is the flight? And, and she says, we land in Valverde in exactly 11 hours. And then Arnold says the classic line. This is one of my favorite ones. He says, thank you. Do me a favor. Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. End scene. That's it. That was my, uh, oh no, I got the spinning wheel. Hold, hold tight, folks. There we go. I got the spinning wheel. I'm stuck. Why am I getting the spinning wheel? Oh, I think I'm still streaming. Give me a second. I can't switch my camera. <laughs> you, there we go. There we go. That was my, uh, that was my scene. That was my minute with Arnold. So thanks for tuning in for that. All right. Uh, let's see. You know what? I'm going to hold off on my trip to Costco because I want to make sure that I get, uh, I get my interview in today. So Aaron, if you're listening, I think you are, you can go ahead and dial in and, uh, I'm going to switch up the audio to, to get you into, into the show. So as she's getting dialed in here, I'm going to, I'm going to welcome, I have a guest on the Basement Quarantine podcast today. It's the very funny, the very beautiful, the very smart, the very medically talented Aaron Jorgensen. And Aaron and I, just to give her more of an intro, Aaron and I are like family. Uh, I actually, I want to tell the story. Eventually we'll have more time, but I want to tell the story about how we officially met. I'm going to wait till you're actually on. There you are. So Aaron, give me a second here. I'll get you uh, switched over. Right. Hey. All right. Getting Aaron set up here. It takes me a minute. I'm I'm still slow on my my transitions. Uh, there you are. Hey. Now you you can actually be seen on the show. This is exciting. I'm so up. nervous. You should don't be nervous. Nobody. What, what do we have? Thirteen people watching. <laughs> but thousands watch later or listen later. So. Be nervous later when you go back and listen to yourself okay. on the show. Okay. When it goes broadcast everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to, uh, so I, I want to real quickly, how we first met, we, I was looking back through, uh, the grade school pictures cause I keep all of mine okay. next to the, be- next to the bed. And then, uh, I was going back looking through all of our grade school pictures and I think we were in every class together except for maybe one or two in grade school. Were we, were you Laurel Hills? I couldn't remember. Yes. I was Laurel Hills. Okay. We were, okay. You were Laurel Hills. I couldn't Hills. remember if you were that or North Lee, so. Dang, you were trying to blow that out of the water right away. <laughs> Like we didn't even go to grade. We did. We went to grade school and we went, we had classes together in middle school and then through high school. Right. And look at us now. Look at us now. All grown up. <laughs> Living our dreams. Living our dreams. Did you ever think you're going to be on a podcast in my basement? 
No, but I'm I'm honored. I've been a long time listener, first time caller, so I'm just honored to be here today. Thank you. We've only been on a week, I guess, officially. So, but thank you for being a long time listener. But you know, it's been the longest you know spring of ever. So it has a been. It does. Yeah. Who keeps track of time anymore? <laughs> I was gonna tell the uh, the quick story how we. So we we've met. We were we've been friends. Uh, back through grade school. I don't remember what grade this happened in, but I think we officially connected when you punched me in the stomach. What grade was that? That would have been, I want to say like sixth grade, maybe. Middle school? In uh, Mrs. Maddox's music class. Yeah, okay. All right. Was it a music class? I think so. Mm -hmm. Sorry. But you deserved it. I did. I'm pretty sure you called me a dog or something. I I left that open so that you could fill fill that detail in in the story. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sorry. I was trying to be cool. This is my fault. We so anyways, were like 11. I forgave you a long time ago. Thank you. And we've been friends ever since. And in fact, uh, we became closer friends in high school when we would have a uh, 90210. I would get with the girls. All the girls, all of us yep. would get together yep. and we would watch 90210. I think we would alternate houses. Uh, but Allison right. and Jamie, we would watch 90210 together. Yeah. That was when I officially hit the friend zone with everyone in that group. <laughs> never, <laughs> never, never had a chance of dating anyone there from there. So... But we all had a lot of fun. I just <laughs> we did. We did. I did. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's that's kind of establishing our friendship. Uh, we've been through also through a lot of float trips, camping trips over the years. Those are always a lot of fun. Uh, also, I'll wait to tell this story too. But on the float trip, once Aaron and I were were canoe partners, and uh, she left me. Uh, there, I'm not going to say we were there. Were, there were drinks involved, but she went off. At, by the end of the float trip, she was in a canoe by herself, and I was floating down the river alone, without any kind of a life jacket. I think I was back myself, though. Yeah, you might as well have been. Didn't matter at that point. I wasn't there, so. <laughs> you guys came and picked me up later, and that was really nice. <laughs> I didn't. I told them not to. So. <laughs> I was I was mad for a while after that, but. Uh, we're yeah. even, you know. I mean. That was it. That's, that's what I got for. <laughs> You well, yeah, for making fun of you, and you punched me in the stomach, and you left me on a canoe trip years later. All right, so I wanted to I wanted you to introduce yourself, or just you could talk about what you're doing now. Um, I thought it'd be interesting to interview uh, someone in the healthcare profession. Um, You've been a nurse for a long time, a nurse practitioner, so you're you're practically a doctor, and I I use you all the time. In fact, I used you this morning because because my youngest kid was sick, and I I started messaging you uh, what I what I do normally which is like if something yeah. pops up I'm like hey what's what kind of rash is this or what is this so yeah talk about uh yeah kind of intro and, and tell us what you're doing and how long you've been um, doing it so i was an er nurse for about seven or eight years and then after that i became a nurse practitioner so i've been a nurse practitioner about eight years now um i did er as a nurse for a while a little bit in the er as a nurse practitioner but then the past um seven years basically i've been in urgent care so that's what i do now Three 12 hour shifts a week. Yes. So, there, you, we, you've always had interesting stories. This is what we've talked about. Usually, we always check in when we have a camping trip. So I, I wanted to start off, and I, because of the current situation, the, the global pandemic, you know, a lot of sp- spotlight on healthcare, and so there's so much to talk about. But I wanted to ask you some of the tough questions first. And again, I don't, I'm trying not to get political. I try to stay neutral. But tough questions I had with everything that's happening. What are some of the weirdest things you've ever found inside of people's orifices? So, what are people sticking in their holes? I always thought those were interesting. 
medical. So at urgent story. care, I don't get much exciting stuff anymore. It's mostly things in people's ears, like parts of hearing aids, earbuds, ear things. Sometimes kids will put sticks in their ears or beads or whatever. Um, otherwise, in the ER, you know, we would see sex toys from time to time. And just a little PSA, if you're going to yep. stick it in your butt, they make things that are made for the butt so you don't lose it up there. So I've heard. So um, that's my little PSA. Um, but otherwise, I had some sex toys. I had a gentleman with a glass juice glass up there once. Oh, wow. Um, not quite sure how he got that up there. I just triaged him, so I didn't really deal with him from there. Um, I had somebody once with a brute aftershave bottle Ooh. up there, and I did, I was a nurse at the time, I did take care of him for the duration of his visit and assisted while the surgeon came in and pulled it out, and uh, was, yeah, was, the guy uh, said somebody else shoved it up there, and I don't know, but... <laughs> Of course, yeah, somebody else has it up there. Thing. Yeah, he wouldn't have done it himself. I bet it smelled. Did it smell pleasant though? When they, when you guys, you know, it? I don't remember. I did stay an hour late to see it come out because I'd been with them for that long. I, you know, wanted to see the fruits of my labor. But, um, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Did you, <laughs> did you also see the fruits of your labor with the juice bottle remove, removal? I did not. No, the pun. No, there. I finally got to check him in. I'm not sure. Oh, and a knife. Somebody had a knife up their butt once. Was it um, oh, like an open knife? Trying, it was a, a folding knife, so, so but the folded, handle hopefully. was plastic, so on x-ray it just looked like he had a knife blade up there, but it was actually folded. I have, yeah, yeah I have, uh, those are always, those stories always fascinate me. The, the, everything yeah. that, that you guys do, um, which you, you are, you are heroes, you are all heroes, oh. and I think, I can't thank you enough for everything you do, and then even more now in this situation, but still, I find what's most fascinating is when people stick things in their butt, and you tell the story about it, so. Same, yeah. Yeah. Same. And also, I'm going to go ahead and break this, you don't have to confirm this or not, but I, I know this from from just past conversations that nurses also talk about the the size right or at least they know they see uh, it i mean there are different of, sizes of, of that's all there is to it okay yeah uh, we can leave that there yeah. that's all we don't have to we don't have to go any further than that uh, yeah. But just, just you know, that's one of my fears too. Is that someday I'm gonna end up in the hospital? It doesn't matter if they're gonna in, intubate me or or whatever. But that that someone's gonna see my 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 weenus. Um, so I will tell you, unless it's extremely small or extremely large, we don't remember. All right, good. It has it has to be abnormally one range or the other okay. for it to be notable. Okay, so good. If you hear that, uh, for, for our loyal listeners, if you're average, don't worry about it. It's okay. It's not memorable. Yeah. So okay, well, I'm glad, I'm glad we got that out, out too. So, uh, oh, and I wanted to ask you too. So the staff, so they're doing lots of videos. There's lots of TikTok videos and dance videos. And have you taken part in any of those? I have not. I have not had the opportunity, but I'm here for it. You know, I mean, you would? people have some downtime and you know need a little morale booster. I think it's great. Yeah, good. Well, I'm. I'm. I would. Uh, I would love to see it if you do take part. Send it over. Be happy to premiere it on the show and. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. So. I don't even know how to use TikTok, though. I don't understand it. So I don't either. I, it's I'm, it's a miracle <laughs> that I got any of this stuff to work and got it all posted on social media. So I, yeah, yeah. That's all I know is the kids. Yeah, they all do the hand thing, like the the. That's that's all I know, and I can't do any of it. But uh, I'm I'm fine with getting older. I'm I'm cool. I, I'm I finally mastered Facebook, and I'm I'm happy there. Yeah, so. totally. 
Uh, I wanted also, so what is your, I guess this would be a serious moment. All the other stuff was serious, but so, I mean, are you seeing, what are you seeing with the, the whole pandemic right now in the Midwest, Kansas City? Are you seeing anything or is it still pretty quiet or what's your take so, there? At my urgent care, we're not doing any outpatient COVID testing. There's just not a lot of tests available. So we're trying to save them for the hospitals and mostly inpatient patients. So we're not seeing a lot of it because a lot of people only want to come in if they can get tested. Um, that being said, you know, certainly I've seen people that are suspicious of having it. And, you know, pretty much right now, if you're sick, stay home. Everybody should be staying home anyways. But if you're sick, just assume you have it so we can lessen the spread of it. Um, I had one person I didn't need to send to the ER because his oxygen level is very low low. Um, he was a young guy, I mean, mid-30s, no really significant health problems. So it was shocking to see how sick he was mm -hmm. or how young and healthy he was. Um, hopefully he's doing okay. I don't you know, know what happened to him afterwards, but um, it's, it's out there. I mean, we are seeing it and um, we need to keep staying home and keep doing what we're doing and not get complacent. Absolutely. I, I, uh, there's so many, what drives me crazy is there's so many rumors and conspiracy theories. And, and I just keep going back to the people that are working in it or have to work in it every day. And whatever you guys say, that's, that's just kind of my bottom line. So it doesn't matter the funny stuff or whatever people think. It, it, the, the fact is just stay home. If you don't have to be out, stay home and let's all just get through yeah. it. So well, and I heard one of the scientists on the TV once say, you know, we won't know if we overreacted, but we will know if we underreacted. So that's yep, kind absolutely. of been my mantra. Like maybe we're doing too much, but that's more important than not doing enough. Yep. Absolutely. Totally agree. Um, and just my little PSA for when you're going out and about, I mean, we all still need to go out and get things. There's no reason to be scared of going out um, for our essential items. You know, wear your mask like the government recommends. Wipe down your car, you know, sanitize your hands before, during and after, but do not wear gloves while you're out because they just become hands after a while. You yeah. know, I see people wearing their gloves, touching their face, putting their hands up first, touching their phone. You know, why? They're just hands. It's a... This blows my mind. I went to Costco today and I can't tell you how many people I saw wearing gloves that kept touching their face. It just. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I think you wild. get a false sense of security if you have gloves on. You know, we had a patient come in, use the restroom with their gloves on, come out of the restroom and wash their gloved hands, which I guess at least they washed them. But yeah. um, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, I, yeah, I, uh, it's wild. I didn't tell that story today, but I went, I went to Costco to get some stuff. I haven't been out in a long time and it was just, uh, it, it was like being on a, in a different country. It was so weird, but, um, I, yeah, it, I guess some people are getting it, but there's so, there's still so many people that don't get it. That's what makes me nervous. All of my anxiety came from waiting in lines with people that I knew didn't really either believe it or care and just yeah. had that, that kind of. I don't know, attitude. That's that's what made me really nervous. So, no, I'm I'm totally gonna listen to you. I I believe everything you say, especially when I I have a rash and I say, hey, Aaron, what's this rash? And you're like, don't show me that. Or if I describe yeah, it, no genitals. Yeah. You can send me pictures, but no genitals. No, I don't. Especially uh, yeah. kids. No, no genitals. No genitals. Um, I was gonna let you look at Reston has a little rash. We already know what it is, but I was gonna have you look at it too, and just because. But he's sick, so I'll have to do that some other time. Uh, let's see. Oh, so I wanted to do you. So you have uh, you have a little girl. She's a little bit older than than my youngest, my six year old. Yes. 
So you've 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 been through childbirth, and I wanted to throw this out here on the show. I talked about this last week, but I wanted you to give me your medical opinion about uh, a man cold. I know it's real. So if a guy has a cold, that's a man cold. I know it's not completely different from a regular cold, but you know this. And I just want you to back me up. Man colds are uh, pretty close to uh, the experiencing labor pains with childbirth, right? Yeah. Well, I prefer the newer terminology for man cold, like bronchitis or bronchitis. Ebola. Uh, but man cold is still good, you know. Oh, um, awesome. So I was in labor for like 38 to 40 hours with Ellie. <laughs> um, I labored without meds for most of that. And then I ended up having a C-section anyways. Um, so it was pretty bad. But I would say a man cold is definitely worse than labor. Thank you very much. the way you guys feel about it. My wife so. is so pissed right now. Uh, thank you very much for that. Um, <laughs> and everyone, let's see if we got any responses. We're delayed, so... Let me see if anyone's responding to that. I got a lot of laughs. Yeah. There's a lot of laughs. You know, pain is whatever you say it is, right? right. So exactly. If you feel like it's bad. I do. I mean, at one point during labor, I yelled out, somebody please help me, <laughs> while everybody was already in the room. And I imagine that's like having a cold if you're a man. So. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You've obviously, Webster's obviously survived uh, the man cold, so uh, you've seen it. Um, so he thank knows you. not to come for me for sympathy because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other show. That's like a whole other topic. I've got tons of questions about that too. I don't get sympathy from my wife either if I'm sick. I, I'm alone if I'm sick in my house. I, it, yes. No one helps. It's all for the children. I get it. All the sympathy goes yes. for the kids, but <sighs> yeah. Uh, finally, the last question I have for you as we wrap up the show today is: uh, I was curious about TV shows that you binge. What do you What do you guys like to binge? What do you and Webster like to, to watch at uh, home, especially during the quarantine? Well, we never watch anything together anymore because oh, wow. a lot of times I put Ellie to bed and I either fall asleep with her or just you know go to bed afterwards. So we haven't watched anything together in a really long time. Um, I but I like anything on Bravo. I love Housewives. I love Vanderpump Rules. I'm not ashamed of it. It's entertaining. <laughs> I you know I like to live my life vicariously through them um you know i watched tiger king of course yes you know have to do that uh, oh, yeah but i honestly haven't watched as much tv as i want to lately because i'm still working and then you know when i'm not working i'm doing this homeschool thing with my daughter and that takes up most of the day it seems like so are you pro joe exotic then so watching the series or and what do you think of carol baskin <laughs> I think they're all crazy. Yeah. I mean, Carol may have fed her husband to the tiger. Well, I don't know. I, I think Joe Exotic <laughs> probably did try to have her killed. Um, so, yeah, but they're, they're fascinating. I agree. Uh, they t- they're talking about doing a, another show too, another episode to, to tie things up. So <laughs> I will too. Did, did you watch the uh, 90210 reunion? I didn't. No, I, didn't I haven't watched it in probably since high school or early college, honestly. Yeah, I didn't either. Nope, it wouldn't be the same without it. you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, if you're if you're joining the show late, then you you're this terrible timing because we had a great guest on the show today. One of my uh, dear friends, longtime friends, Erin uh, Jorgensen was on the show today. She is a nurse, and uh, she was we we had a great interview. So, Erin, thanks for so much for being on the show. Hopefully, you come Thank back. You. We will. It was so much fun. Yeah, you bet. We hopefully, come back and we'll. Uh, We'll, we'll talk about some other stuff too I, I'll have more guests on but uh, you uh, I know your sense of humor I've known it for a long time and yes. <laughs> it's a it's a good match for this show so and thanks for being a long time listener we really appreciate you I'll send you a t-shirt Anytime. as soon as we have some made <laughs> so alright everybody thank you thank you Aaron for being on the show today and uh, we will we'll talk again soon 
thanks for diagnosing the, my rash too. All those every every rash I've ever had. <laughs> All right, bye, Aaron. I don't know. How to, I don't know how to hang up on you, so. Here I go. <laughs> she hung up herself. That's cool. That's easier. I'm going to have a hard time if my guests can't hang up and don't hang up. And it'll be awkward for me. So, well, that's the show today. It's the Basement Quarantine Podcast. Uh, I had a short little what's in the news today. And um, we had a guest on, Erin. So glad she got to be my second guest, official guest. We'll have her back. She's a nurse. She did uh, verify that man colds are as bad as or up there with uh, childbirth and uh, labor pains. And she's been through it, so she should know. And uh, she also talked a little bit about the coronavirus uh, and uh, kind of her take on it. And uh, other favorite things uh, that she talked about were things that you find in people's, in in their orifices, in their holes. People stick stuff in their holes all the time. And I think that was an interesting topic for the show. So welcome to the show, Sam. You're late. Joe, welcome to the show. Uh, Go back and watch the show. I'm on uh, Spotify now. I'm on, I will be on iTunes soon, but uh, check it out. You can go back and review past shows. I'm going to try to publish older shows if I can. YouTube is a great place to watch the show if you like the visuals. If you like the slides, this is a visual show. It's interactive, so I have an audience, and I I like to talk to you guys while we're doing the show. But check out uh, YouTube. If you want to see the show, uh, favorite it, bookmark it, whatever you do, whatever the kids do nowadays, uh, smash that like button, smash that share button, share it out to your friends and family. Uh, we have a lot of likes. We get, we have a lot of listeners that, that listen to the show after. So every day, 4 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday, 30 minutes, we take a break. We hang out together. We drink coffee. Sometimes we drink whiskey. Uh, who knows what's in the cup? And uh, we just uh, we have fun together. So thanks for joining the show today. You guys are awesome. Uh, Catch us again tomorrow for Fourth Monday at 4 p.m. And again, Basement Quarantine Podcast. It's the uh, best 30-minute break that you uh, you never knew you needed to take. But you definitely should take it. My sound is, is wonky. There we go. I fixed my sound. See you guys uh, tomorrow. Thanks for being here today. You guys are great. Thanks, Aaron. 